Astro. Yo, what is up? New week, new no cap radio episode. And listen, the NFL offseason just opened up with a bang. I'm talking about a Mike Brin bang. Like, extremely bang. So, skipping the intro, we're getting straight to it. A lot of you may have known, may have not. Um, a lot of decisions were to be made this offseason. Went as far as Aaron Rodgers. Where is he going to go? Is he staying in Green Bay? Is he going to go to Denver? Is he going to go to San Francisco? Where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? But one particular player that a lot of people weren't really talking about or discussing, at least from what I've seen, was Russell Wilson. And I don't know if I said it on a podcast um, before, but I do. I did talk about it with other people, and I did believe that Russell Wilson was was going to be out of Seattle, just based off of the fact that one, he already made the complaint about how he didn't, he he, he doesn't have a good offensive line, which is true. Uh, he made that complaint last year. Seattle didn't really do anything to help that situation, and it kind of just got worse this year. And as a result, they missed the playoffs and didn't have a winning season for the first time in a long time. And pretty much that whole Seahawks situation, you know, I feel like the decision of Pete Carroll running a, a passing, excuse me, passing the ball in the Super Bowl against the Patriots instead of running it to win the game was a decision that kind of haunted him uh, from that point on for his career. And he just decided to go to this model like, look, we're going to be a, a run, a run first team a team that's going to run the ball and play defense. But you can't really do that when, number one, you don't have a premier running back. Number two, when your quarterback is all world. And you have offensive weapons. I mean, they got a a, a Tyler Lockett, a DK Metcalf. They've had great t- tight ends come there. Greg Olson, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Graham. Like, they have offensive weapons that also need the ball as well. But ever since that situation and how people were getting on him for not running the ball, he just decided, you know, I'm just going to run it. And just, and just run. I'm going to run my way to the Super Bowl. Well, you can't really run your way to the Super Bowl without a premier running back. And plus, that's not only hurting you. That's hurting Russell Wilson's game because you're not utilizing him. Then when you ask him to go be Russell Wilson, he has no choice but to because he's down by 17 and his offensive lineman is trash. So it gets harder and harder and it's a toll on his body. Russell Wilson is 33 years old. I don't think he wants to waste the rest of his career getting beat up in the shotgun, in the pocket, and not getting back to the Super Bowl. However, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But Aaron Rodgers signed a two, well, no, a four-year, $200 million contract with Green Bay yesterday, which I don't really agree with that, but we can talk about that another time as well. Literally, like, it seemed like 20 minutes afterwards, Denver makes a trade for Russell Wilson. Now, mind you, Russell Wilson had a he had a trade clause, so he he basically had all the power, which means he can determine where he gets traded to. So essentially, he trade he chose Denver. Matter of fact, before at the beginning of this year's or last year's season, he put out a list to Seattle of teams 
he would be willing to go to if he were to be traded. And I believe Denver was one of those teams. Now, all this is crazy. I don't think nobody uh, assumed or called this happening just based off the fact that like in the times we're living in, we don't really expect trades from big time players unless they ask for one out. Russell Wilson didn't really ask for one out, but he kind of alluded to it once he once he told him that list uh, of teams he wanted to be traded for. However, he is now a Denver Bronco. And, bro, when I tell you this is a super win for Denver, Denver is back in business. And this reminds me of when Denver signed Peyton Manning back then. As far as this, you look at the talent Denver has. And again, nobody watches Denver Broncos games. Why? Because they're not winning. But if you look at their team, they're super talented. I mean, their defense is top tier. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this, but their defense has allowed the third fewest passing yards. And I believe, well, just yards in general, they 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 allow the third fewest passing, third fewest yards. And I believe the third fewest touchdowns as well. Their defense is up to par. They just drafted Patrick Chaturn, who was going to be a superstar at the defense position. And if you ask me, making this trade for Russell Wilson might bring Von Miller back, who's actually hinted a return back to Denver. So when you put back to perspective, think about the defensive side. Then you think about the offensive side. Jerry Jewey, Tim Patrick. Like, bro, come on, bro. It's weapons everywhere. But again, they could never get the ball because... You had Drew Lop throwing in the ball. No disrespect to, to, to Tim uh, Tim Bridgewater, but he couldn't even get him the ball like that. But now you add a guy in Russell Wilson who is elite level, Super Bowl winning. Guy with experience comes in with a young team. And the reason why I said I, this reminds me of the Peyton Manning situation when Peyton Manning came into Denver, Denver was the young team that you looked at as like, oh man, four, five, from, four, five years from now, they're going to be something. And then Peyton Manning came over there and I was like, oh no, they're going to be for real right now. You had a guy in Demarius Thomas, rest in peace. You had a guy in him who was young, had potential. Peyton Manning elevated him to elite status. You had... I think they had Eric Decker. He elevated him to a great status. Then you bring in Wes Welker. They had a couple other guys. No Sean Moreno. He was real good. Their defense back then was good as well. So I'm looking at this team and I'm just seeing history repeats itself. Now you're bringing Russell Wilson. You got a guy in Jerry Judy, uh, Jerry Judy who he's shown promise. He's a really good player. I feel like he can elevate T. Lee's status this year. You have a receiver in Tim Patrick, who, if you ask me, could be a perfect second fiddle to a great receiver like Jerry Judy. And honestly, I feel like he's good enough to where he can be the number one on another team. So you have all these guys, and then you plug in a guy like Russell Wilson. Not to my, not to mention the offensive line in Denver is a lot better than than Seattle. So he's gonna have the time to get the ball to some of these guys. But also, 
this just shows the effect that the LA Rams, Sean McVay, and Matthew Stafford have put on the league as far as taking the risk and giving up picks, giving up your future for a win-now situation with a win-now quarterback. We saw the owner, we saw the owner of, uh, well, not the owner, or the GM of LA Rams at the Super Bowl uh, parade. He had a shirt on that said, basically said, forget them picks. The new wave and the new mentality as far as GMs in this league with teams like LA and teams like Denver, they are starting to be more bold and more willing to give up to give up their future and give up what they could see potentially in other players as far as draft picks for win now situations. Bro, Denver just gave up four four picks. They gave up a a first round pick in this draft, which was going to be ninth overall. They gave up a 2023 first round pick. They gave up another pick this year in the second round and another 2023 as well. And a 2022 fourth round pick this year. So they gave up the house as far as Drew Locke as well. But they gave up the house. For a guy in Russell Wilson who you can plug into any great team and take them to the next level. And to me, I like the move. I like the risk. A lot of times you can't really wait to the future. You can't really wait to see what's in store. You can look at your team now. It's like, yo, we can win right now. LA saw potential in Matthew Stafford when they gave up the first round picks for him. They say, yo, we have a great team. If we bring in Matthew Stafford, we can win the Super Bowl. First year in, they win the Super Bowl. So now Denver is like, hold on. They just got Matthew Stafford. They took the risk and went to the Super Bowl. Let's go get a better quarterback. And yes, Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford. How about if we get a better quarterback with our team, we'll see what happens. And mind you, yes, Denver has given up these picks, so it is a win now. But they still have time. Matthew Stafford is up in age. I think he's like 35, 36. Bro, Russell Wilson is 33. Their team is mad young. Defense is young. So they have time to develop. They can keep, they can lock in Russ right now for the next four or five years. That's their gap right now, which is what the gap was when Peyton Manning first got there. And I think Peyton Manning, he was pretty much um like where Matthew Stafford is right now as far as age. But you knew when in doubt, Peyton Manning got like at least five more years in. And I think this that I think that's exactly what it was. He got there in 2011 and he pretty much was out there in 2015. So the window as far as how long he could be, bro, you got at least four or five years with Russ. Where you could you are legitimate contenders for the Super Bowl. Now here's the downside of this. Denver Broncos are in the best, probably the best division as far as competition of all time. Especially quarterback play. 
you talking about you got to see Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr twice a year. All of them, you got to see them twice. You got all those teams. You got Mahomes in Kansas City, the Raiders, and the LA Chargers all in one division. You got, especially the years that they're coming off of. You got Kansas City. They just went to the AFC Championship game. They got bounced out by Joe Shiesty. You think they finna come back this year and just go through the motions? No. They finna come back hungry. This the first year Patrick Mahomes, you ain't get it done. This the first year Patrick Mahomes, you wasn't good enough. Yo, you didn't you didn't have the magic to, to pull it out. And to keep it real with you, majority of the season, y'all wasn't really like that anyways. So what you gonna come back and look like? You got a guy in Justin Herbert who was an overtime away, a play away from getting to the playoffs. He's young. You think he finna miss the playoffs this year after getting as close as he did? Then you got a guy in Derek Carr who elevated his level of play this year. Got to the playoffs. Got bounced out by Joe Seisty too. He not going nowhere. And they did that with all they had that much they made to the playoffs with all the distractions, with all the Henry Rugg stuff, with all the head coaching stuff. They don't even have a, a, a I mean at the time they didn't even have a real head coach. They were doing all that with an intern. Just imagine when they get somebody set in stone for real. So now you have all these guys in the same division. Now that you now they bring in Russ. Now different like, what's up? Now we here. So now you're looking at a division where it's a whole four-way rivalry. Like you have divisions where like, okay, it's like th- these two teams are real rivalries. Like for real, for real rivals. But in this division, it seemed like everybody, everybody has real beef with each other. Everybody got everybody got blood for each other. Now, now you're bringing in Russ. Now everybody's good. Everybody can win 10 games easily. Easily anybody can everybody in this in this division can win 10 plus games. Now, I'm not here to, to say who does it this year. I'm not here to say who goes out. But I think at least, well, I mean, two of these teams are gonna get in. By default. I mean, one has to be a division leader, and then the other is gonna get in via um, via wild card. So, two at least one of these teams is gonna get left out. Now I don't know who it is. I'm I might have to look into the team deeper, but just know that it's gotten real real in the AFC now. It's gotten extremely real. Now you're bringing in Russell Wilson with Patrick. Justin, Derek Carr, not even mentioning the other quarterbacks in the division. You still got Josh Allen. You still got Lamar Jackson. Like, it's a whole lot of teams in the AFC that, and I mean, of course, you got Joe Shiesty, you know them, but it's a whole lot of teams in the AFC that have really stepped up and are ready to take that next level. 
But as far as Denver Broncos, I feel like they made the right move. In this day and age, forget the future, forget the pits, the picks. If you can get you a superstar or a, a good quarterback right now that you feel like can take them to, take you to the top, you make the trade. And if you get it, you'll have a wonderful time and you'll deal with the consequences. But if you don't, hey, it's the risk. LA Rams made the risk. They succeeded. Now they live in leverage. So we'll see. But that's going to do it for today. I'll catch y'all on another day. Peace out.